It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue, keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Learn more about gig speed internet or other popular plans now with even more speed. Enjoy faster downloads and a better streaming experience today. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store for a great offer. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Uncensored, unfiltered, uncut. You are listening to Just Thinking with the one and only Stan Wangland. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland and welcome to another episode of Just Thinking. I hope you like uh, some of the other episodes we've been showing or maybe this is the first one that you're seeing. Uh, in case you don't know, there's a new show called Just Thinking. I also have a podcast called uh, Talking About Mind, Body, and Spirit with Stan Wang. But this is a whole different venue. So uh, it's nice to get to know you if we haven't met before. Um, and if you don't know, I'm a psychologist for over 40 years. I'm also a professor of psychology currently. Uh, I, I just do some online courses uh, right now because I'm getting up there and like being pretty much retired. 
But this is my passion, doing podcasts and um, YouTube videos and streaming live things. Just sharing a lot of information, a lot of thoughts. So just thinking it's about that. And um, it's still, uh, the weather is still kind of crazy here in the Northeast, uh, but it doesn't make any difference to me. It's, it's all good as far as I'm concerned, um, you know, as long as we're above ground and having some fun. And today, uh, like several times a week, I just love to go bowling, so I'm dressed up like a bum. I've got my thermal bowling shirt on and everything else like that. I'm all quirky. You know, I want to be comfortable when I'm bowling. And I was just thinking uh, uh, how important, how beneficial it is to go bowling. And you can say, this guy's going to do a show about bowling? Yeah, I'm going to do a show about bowling. Bowling is really a good thing for a variety of reasons. <laughs> and uh, it's symbolic, I guess, to me. It's symbolic of all the things that are good um, about life. And all the things that are good when you keep things simple. All the things that are good when you uh, participate in something with other people. And uh, you just have fun and, and see a whole variety of people in a variety of settings. And uh, I've been thinking a lot lately for just thinking on, you know, in a lot of ways how socially isolated we are from other people. Uh, that uh, I, I go to the gym, you know, five, six times a week. And uh, I, I go for an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, I mean, I'm really serious about my workouts. Uh, I go there. I don't diddle around too much. But... Gee, man, you, you can't get on machines because you see people, you know, there's, even though there's a whole solution of machines, there's somebody and they do, you know, two ab crunches and then they're 15 minutes on their cell phone, uh, you know, or they're walking around the corner getting out of the, uh, going into or out of uh, the locker room and they've got their head down. Or if I go shopping and I'm at the store, which I love to do because uh, I'm a great cook and I like to eat healthy and like to eat good stuff and like to eat some bad stuff too. But, uh, you know, I like to go to the store. And when you go there, it's like everybody has autism. And I don't mean to be negative. I mean to be really positive uh, about things. You go there and, you know, you're looking at a product and, you know, and then you'll turn around and there'll be some old lady or even a young person. And, you know, it's like, hello, uh, did you want to get by? All you have to say is uh, what I say or anybody with any common sense would say, excuse me, I just need to get by. You know, no, no, you, you can't speak to anybody. Uh, people think that you have like, um, you know, some kind of telekinesis or something like that. Or, you know, that you can you, if, if they're standing there with a dumb look on their face, that you should automatically have eyes in the back of your head and see that. So all the like the social graces are gone with things uh, in, in many areas. Uh and I was telling this to somebody the other day, and I like doing this rant and ramble with you because maybe you feel the same way, and just as I am, just thinking. Uh, I've been saying to people for a long time, uh, all the institutions or many of the institutions that we have, they've been eroded, they've been taken away. I'm not talking about living in the old days. I'm going to do a whole show on that. How good were their good old days? Yeah, go to the dentist in the good old days. Not so much fun. But... Uh, Society, the, uh, how we live, whether it's in our family, in our country, in our community, uh, these things are built on customs, and, and it's like a culture. 
you know, and, and the culture, you know, become institutionalized. They're there. They provide stability. They provide um, a sense of continuity for you and me. As a matter of fact, when I teach uh, psychology and human development, it's called enculturation. It's the first thing you want to teach your kids when they're young. This is our family. This is what we do. This is when we eat. Uh, you know, this is how we behave towards other people. This is how we feel about our country. This is how we feel about men. This is how we feel about women. Uh, these are the values that we have. You know, all those kind of things. Uh, a lot of what's happening today, at least in my mind, just thinking and my observations, is those things are breaking down. People are in those gotcha moments. They're, they're looking to find the bad things in them many times just for sensation seeking and just for the sake of, you know, being a spoiler on everything. Oh, you're eating that ice cream cone, you know, it's, I know it's really gooey and it's really nice, but here, let me show you this experiment. I saw this the other day. Huh? Uh, the friggin' ice cream doesn't melt for a week. See, it's, it's really made out of, uh, you know, styrofoam or something. What? I guess it's helpful, but man, you know, I really like that ice cream. It's, it's kind of an institution <laughs> for me. So I'm not saying that it's not important to, to challenge things. I'm not saying that it's not important for things to change and move on and for institutions to modify themselves and change over time. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, you know, uh, otherwise, you know, uh, African-American or black people wouldn't be voting. Other people, um, you know, um, gay people wouldn't, uh, you, you know, they couldn't come out, uh, you know, or other things that change in society that are big, remarkable changes. You know, wouldn't happen, and the, the world might not be as, as nice a place for everybody. But here's the thing. When you change institutions, when you stop pledging allegiance to the flag, when you're constantly putting down people's religions or beliefs or their political systems or their value systems and you're getting all tribal, when you break those things down and take away the institutions, when uh, you know people are saying the FBI is a bunch of crooks, uh, you know the cops all stink, or or the other, you know uh, every policeman's a hero. No, no, every policeman is not a hero. Not every soldier is a hero. Not every uh, person who's in jail is guilty or a bad guy. It just doesn't work that way. Uh, so uh, there's my dog barking. That little rascal, Bernie. And uh, he broke my train of thought here. But the point is, when you take away those institutions, you have to replace them with something. You can't just let, uh, it's not a good thing, because it's like having a weight-bearing wall in your house. You know, if you're going to make some modifications to your house, if you, you know, are breaking a wall down and it's a weight-bearing wall, you can't do that. You, you, you have to replace it with something else. So institutions are the same way. If you're, if you're, you know, having, uh, you know, you're taking away the Pledge of Allegiance or you're taking away, um, you know, patriotism on some extent in your country or you're taking away some value system in your family or community, you've got to replace it with something else uh, if, if you want to be successful, if you want to have a strong community, if you want to have a strong house. And it, it's, it's that way in life. And as a psychologist, the first thing we learn when we're dealing with a patient, patient comes in, they have what you call defense mechanisms. They're in denial. They don't see things clearly and everything. So when you're a young therapist, like when I was a young therapist, you want to show how smart you are. You, have to, you want to say, hey, you know, that isn't true, and this isn't what, the way it is, and here it is. Well, a person isn't ready for that. You take away that, that defense, even if it's a stupid one, 
That's what's holding that guy or gal together, right? That's the weight-bearing wall. You take that away, and they don't have anything. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you proved how smart you were. You gave them a real dose of reality, and, and you also helped this person just crash because they don't have anything else to cling on to, you know? And we'll talk about that in later shows. So now, here I've done like a little rant for about eight minutes. And what the hell does this have to do with bowling? Well, bowling was one of those institutions like, you know, going with your family to Howard Johnson's, I guess, or going to, you know, out to, uh, you know, big deal getting in the car and getting ice cream in the 50s when I was a kid or the 60s or going to get a pizza or having a 4th of July picnic or going to the movies with everybody so that you could sit there and laugh with a bunch of people rather than to be, you know, on a streaming thing and all isolated and, you know, arguing with people on Facebook or Twitter or, you know, being a big friggin' neuro, complicating things. That's a clinical term, being a big friggin' neuro. So... Again, how the heck does bowling fit into that? Well, bowling is one of those things that's on the d- decline in many areas. And I guess in other areas, in, you know, in other communities, it may be on the incline. And bowling alleys here always seem to be packed up. But do you think that people uh, maybe do get a little bit uh, too uh, into the elitist mind frame where, you know, oh, bowling is really only for dopes. Bowling is really only for poor people. Bowling is really only for, like, kind of criminals, low downs, people of low intellect. Uh-uh. Uh uh-uh. uh. That may be what you want to think, and you've got to do some sophisticated thing. Bowling is a lot of fun. I, I can't convince you if you don't like to do it. It's not there for you to be a 300 bowler. It's like when you go play golf or you do some other kind of a game, whatever it is. You're not Tiger Woods. You're not Jack Nicholas. You're out there to hit the greens, man. You're out there to swing some clubs. You're out to have a couple of beers. Do whatever you want to do, have some laughs. My wife was so nervous about uh, playing golf the first time we played. I said, she hit it in the rough. She says, what do I do? <laughs> I, don't know how to... I said, oh, let me show you immediately. She said, what? I picked up the ball and I threw it out on the fairway. I said, hit it again. What do you mean? Are, are you going on the, the woman's professional, uh, the LPGA? Are you going on the golfing tour? No. You want to sit at a stupid golf range and hit buckets of balls out to nowhere? Go on the golf course. And, you know, of course you can practice on the range a little bit. Go out on the golf course. If you hit it under a rock, when you get good enough, you can hit yourself out of it. But right now, you don't know your ass from a hole in the ground, right? Even God can't hit a one iron. So throw it out there and go for it. Bowling is the same way. It's wonderful. Keep it simple. You go out there. What's the real objective? To hit 300? To throw a perfect game? It's nice if you can do it. It feels great when you get a strike or a spear or something like that. You have a good run and everything. Not so good if you're uh, missing the 10-pin all day long. Like it happens to me someday or they don't oil the lanes or whatever. But what's there? What's part of the culture? What's part of the fun? What's part of the thing that's good for your soul? That's really simple. Right? You're with a whole slice of other people. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's having a beer. Everybody's having some pizza and some greasy French fries. There's kids jumping around. There's old guys like me, you know, pretending that they know how to play the game where there's leagues going on and whatever. And I can guarantee you, whatever lane you go to, uh, I'm kind of a bowling junkie now. I'm a pretty quiet guy when I go out, believe it or not. Man, the owner of the place knows me, knows my whole family, gives me breaks all the time. He knows my scores. 
He makes fun of me. I ask him if I can sleep at the bowling alley because they call me up if I'm not there. <laughs> they think maybe I got sick. And all I meet is all these crazy people who are just wonderful. Some people, I have to tell you, are intellectually disabled. They're coming from all these programs and they go bowling with the staff. I, I know all the staff. I've worked with them for years. I, I, I know a lot of them. They're wonderful. They're funny. They're outrageous. They are having the time of their lives. They love you. When they get a strike, they want to have a good time. Old ladies and old guys in the leagues, if, 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 you, if you just wait your turn, you know, and not throw them off in their game, they're marvelous. In a couple of weeks, they start talking to you. They want to see you. There are people who have been engineers, people who have been social workers, people who have been nurses, people who have been ditch diggers. you got the whole variety of people. And you know what you have? You have a new respect for other people. You have a new understanding of other people. You have uh, a relationship with other people in your community. It's, it's the nicest thing ever. I'm a quirky guy. If I'm sitting in a movie, I hate when somebody takes a phone out. You see the light. It just drives me crazy. It aggravates me. Somebody's shaking their foot. It aggravates me. If I'm golfing and somebody's behind me, I don't like that. I like to go to a court. I have a little space. I don't want people pushing me on things. I like to keep it simple. Bowling is not like that all the time. You're going to get families when you, you know, you're bowling a great game and you're going to get families, uh, you know, jumping all over the place. You know what I do now? I said, isn't that wonderful? Look at that mother and father. They're with all those dopey kids and they're running all over the place like a bunch of banshees. They're having a wonderful time. They don't have any big scowl on their face. Jesus, it's a wonderful thing. And you see that. You see people who are so friggin' old, I'm scared that they're going to die throwing the bowling ball. They wouldn't miss bowling for nothing. Like me. I have a bad back. The worst things in the world for me is uh, bowling, uh, golfing, kayaking. Those are the three favorite things I have. I do them all the time. Who would want to give up all those happy things in life for a sore back? You know, you deal with it on those kind of things. Because the benefits are great. It's simple. It's part of our culture. It's a weight-bearing wall for your soul. You know? It's a great thing. Just like um, uh, I know on this particular uh, network, you have a lot of people with wrestling, um, you know, wrestling and other kinds of things. And, and, and for me, I said, you know, what the heck is that all about? But then, you know, I'm the guy who introduced that crazy stuff to my uh, kid when he was uh, small because it's got heroes and villains and it's all fantasy and it's fun and it's simple and you're, you're yelling at people. And when I was a kid, we'd go to Sunnyside Guy, we'd throw shit in the, in the ring and the guy would come out and it was all a game. It was fantastic. There was no confusion. There was no Mueller invest investigation. Uh, not that there's anything the matter with that, uh, you know, as to who was the bad guy. The bad guy was always the guy, you know, going in his pants, picking out something and getting the guy in his eye. It was, it was an institution. It was an institution. It was a weight-bearing wall. Okay? So, bowling. Find something else maybe similar. Don't become an elitist. It's like drinking all your beer at a, at a microbrewery. Come on, man. If uh, I live upstate New York where the cheapest beer you can get here is Geneseo, I think. People come over, my kids, are, several of them are beer connoisseurs and beer elitists and everything else like that. And they're always coming up with all these elaborate, uh, you know, beers. And, you know, this is made with pumpkin seed and, and raspberry essence. No, no. 
if I have a Jenny Light or something like that, or a Jenny Cream Ale, it's like, you know, 600 cans for $4. It's great, man. It's great. It's all right. On a hot day, when I'm out there, uh, you know, firing off uh, shots into the rough on the golf course, Jenny Light or Jenny Cream Ale is great with me. Yeah, the other stuff is good, too. Do I have to have it? Not really. The weight-bearing wall is the simple stuff. That's what I'm thinking. Hey, I hope this was helpful for you. Bowling is really good for your soul, man. And if you were in my psychology course, we'd be going into what it does for your brain, releasing all kinds of dopamine and neurotransmitters and good shit for you. That'll make you feel better. Go bowling. You can take all the medicine that you want. You can do all the psychotherapy you want. Go hang out with your buddies. Have a slice of pizza. Have some cheesy fries, a beer, and fire up uh, a few balls down the lane and have some laughs. You'll be doing great. This is Stan Wangland. Hope to see you again on Just Thinking. Okay? And I got to end now. I'm two minutes over, and I'm late for bowling. Mm. See you later. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at... Is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms.